time to travel back to BlockCon. Join me for this amazing series where we get to talk to blockheads who attended the first ever BlockCon convention in Chicago, Illinois. Yeah. Thank you for having me and asking me to come on and and play and talk about all things that we love so dearly. Well, welcome, Deb. And thank you for being like a follower of this podcast for the longest time already. I really appreciate the fact that you're already listening and listener and a fan of the show. So thank you. Absolutely. It's, you know, it's easy to love something that you connect with so easily and you do a great job of making us feel like we're right back in whatever it is that you're talking about in that episode. <laughs> right there again. Yeah. That's what you want. Um, so Deb, where are you located? Like what's uh what state are you in? Uh I am in Massachusetts. I'm just right outside of Boston. So born nice. and bred. Uh I like to joke you only get my Boston accent after a few cocktails. It does sometimes happen. But Flips I was out. one of those city kids that got a scholarship up to a boarding school. So I pretty much lost my accent and uh never got it back. But yeah. Oh, wow. No way. But you whip it out when it's necessary. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Good. And the picture you just showed me was from the mixtape tour, wasn't it? So if we can explain oh, the it shirt the that I wore that they're not going to yes. see. Yeah. So that, that they're not um, going to see. They're well, not going to see it, but I recreated but they can see it in the social media because we'll post the picture. So um, it's actually the framed picture behind me that mm -hmm. I bought from Paris, Vizone, who was the tour photographer for mixtape. Mm -hmm. 2022 and one of the highlights i know today we're talking about block on is that i got to show this to paris so i had asked her i was like is there any way you would send me the digital photo or image you know the digital file of the photo that i bought from you yeah. and she was like oh yeah totally absolutely and the funny thing is um some mistakes were made when i was trying to make this so i ended up with one for every day so i was like i guess that's my theme for block on and i literally had a different one on every day um but i don't <laughs> think a lot of people got to really see it because i had a jacket on and then you know the lanyard is in the middle of it so i had to kind of flash mm -hmm. people for them to see it but paris got to see it and i got to show it to her which was um lovely so yeah well, i don't know if anyone ever put uh one of her images on a shirt before but but we'll put it on our social media. It's a photo of you up there singing with the guys and Rick Astley or dancing, singing. Yeah. Dancing. So this was a fluke. This was like, I was one of those people that I went. To, so this was July of last year and mm -hmm. um, the last night in Boston. And I went by myself to the show without a ticket. And I was like, I, I just feel like I need to be there. I'm going to figure it out. I go to the box office. I'm like, Hey, what do you have available? And he was letting me know. And I was like, ah, I'm only five feet tall. I don't want to sit that high up and like pay that much. He's like, why don't you come back in like a half an hour? I was like, all right, cool. I come back and I was like, all right, what do you got now? Like, let's see, let's look at the map together. And I was like, mm, I was kind of not totally sold on it. And yeah. God bless this man. I literally still have his name on a post-it note because I want to send him a nice care package. I need to find out if he's a recovering alcoholic because I want to give him a big basket of booze. But if he is, <laughs> that's not an appropriate gift. So Fair. Um, yes. I'm trying to be sensitive to that, but he basically handed me a comp ticket and just said, have a good night. So I went by myself into the venue and then I started going on social media to say, Hey, what friends of mine are in the building? I'd love to say hi. And I got to see people I went to high school with or that I used to work with in radio and just saw all these people. 
And then I knew the show was coming to an end and I knew I didn't want to get stuck in the crowd and miss the last T that's the subway in Boston, the MBTA, mm -hmm. Massachusetts Bay transportation authority. If you yeah. want an accent there. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I went to leave and I turned around and that's when Donnie says, get your ass up here. This is Boston. And I just thought, okay, this is my moment. I now go. And so <laughs> I knew to put my, I know to, I knew to turn my phone on and I was walking down toward the stage and the, they opened up the stanchion like, yes, of course, right this way. And I was like, are you, could I swear on this? Do people yeah. swear? Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Okay. <laughs> and the music hits and it was an absolute out of body experience that I just threw my arms out like airplane wings and just flew and just glided around the stage and the biggest compliment I got was people saying they enjoyed how much fun the guys had seeing how much fun I was having so for me <laughs> to like give them back some joy for what they have brought to my life for decades was an amazing experience um I had my phone up and I'm like you know Rick Astley singing into my phone and salt and pepper and I'm like this is amazing and I walk up to my favorite clearly Joe Joseph and he's like you know you're not recording right what so oh, my no. hand must have hit my phone all I have is like confetti on the floor like I didn't have any footage so I put a message out I hadn't really discovered all the Facebook groups yet so I joined a whole bunch of Facebook groups I still can't keep track of them and mm -hmm. I just put out on my Instagram on Facebook do I know anybody that was there this experience just happened and all I have is this one selfie with Joey McIntyre <laughs> and when I tell you the blockhead fandom showed up. So yeah. many people that I've never met sent me videos and photos from all different angles throughout the venue. And it was amazing. And what's cool is that there was one woman who stopped me outside the venue because she recognized the jacket that I wore, mm -hmm. which I had custom made for GPS night, which is a cruise thing. Mm -hmm. um, but she ended up sending me footage. She ended up being on my floor on the cruise and we just got to hang out a block run together. So it's like, this is a perfect example of how these beautiful friendships can start. Yes. Just being present and being in the moment and being ready for whatever opportunity presents itself and just going for it and not even thinking about it. I just love that story. Oh, what an experience for you. So yes, I decided I needed to have that in my home office. Yeah. Of course. I would put that photo everywhere in my life. <laughs> I'd be seeing it 24-7. It'd be on my phone, home screen, all of it. <laughs> but thank you so much, Deb, for sharing that. And now, of course, we're here to talk about BlockCon today. Yes. The very first annual BlockCon that ever happened. Now, did you go to Wahlburgers for the WallCon the day before? So, yeah. Um, so I flew in and um, I went with my friend, good friend, Carly. So I actually didn't have a direct flight and had to go through Atlanta. And I was like, Carly, get on this flight. So I'll pick you up in Atlanta. So that's what we did. And we did rent a car and we did drive out to Wahlburgers on Thursday. Um, and there was hundreds of people there. I mean, you couldn't, we were like, you know, messaging with people that we knew were there to say, are you guys inside? Are you outside? You know, and some people had already gotten in on the patio. We definitely did not even get in the building. But what was interesting is like 
you and I got to meet immediately. Yeah. And I was like, wait, Naomi, oh my God, hi, so good to meet you. And I got to meet Rebecca from the Meow Meow crew. And I got to see Cheryl again. And it was both of their birthdays that day, which was wonderful. Yeah. So just giving so many hugs to so many people. And I think that Carly and I arrived, got a coffee at the Starbucks. Cause I was like, oh, I have to use the bathroom. And we definitely can't get into the Wahlburgers to go pee. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I'll get a coffee. We were there maybe five minutes. Oh, and Donnie Wahlberg and Danny Wood drive up. And we're like, we didn't wait in line for hours. We're just standing here. I guess we're here. We should go do the thing. So we walk over and go get a selfie. And um, that was the extent of our excitement. But it was, you know, I'm sending the picture to like my boyfriend or like to my parents. Mm -hmm. And the best response I got from my stepmom is she was like, is that a cardboard cutout? No, it's a human being. <laughs> because Donnie's teeth are like so perfect. And he's such a professional that he makes it look like you've been hanging out all day. But in yeah. reality, you're there for like half of a second. Um, but yeah, yeah, he makes you feel immediately welcome and um, loved. And his ability to genuinely connect with so many people, it's amazing to me. I don't know how he does it. It's a gift. It's not it's not something you see commonly that somebody can be so um, amazingly giving to each person and make them feel special. It's and make them feel unreal. seen. Right. Yeah. 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 It's a gift. <laughs> We're lucky. And we really, and if he's listening, we really appreciate it. And you know, yes, you no, know we love you. <laughs> we We're do. All Donnie We're... girls. We're all Donnie girls. It's hard not to be. <laughs> So yeah, um, I, we kind of did the same thing because we had gone to Wahlburgers the day before to actually eat and experience the inside. So we showed up to just visit friends in the lineup. So I hope people out there didn't think we were butting in because that's not what we were doing. We didn't go in. We just wanted to visit people. We were giving our meow meow bracelets and our dope nostalgia bracelets. Yep. And stickers and all those things and just visiting with all the friends. And we, yeah, we got our selfies too. So that was nice. Absolutely. When you think about the show, the oh. actual concert, the first night of Block Yes. Con, favorite moments, favorite deep cuts. What what was one of your highlights? So it's funny, preparing to chat with you today about this, I actually re-watched a lot of my footage. Mm -hmm. And I was actually texting with Carly earlier today because I'm re-watching like the opening. Mm -hmm. And I literally had like buckets of tears of joy sitting in my office on like a random Monday, like good, almost three weeks later. Like, it's just, I was immediately transported back to that experience where it was like, who would have thought in the eighties that we would be in a space in Chicago in 2023, hearing the music that never got played on the radio, but everybody in that room knew all the words, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. what an amazing lifetime experience and it's one of those things that who knows if they'll ever try to recreate it there's never there's no two shows are ever going to be exactly the same right but mm -hmm. there was something about hearing the stuff that you never thought you'd hear again and hearing them perform it like they they worked really hard on that set list they mm -hmm. curated an exceptional not just show but the whole weekend an ex exceptional fan experience for the audience who would appreciate it the most. Yep. I think the deep cuts that hit me the hardest was when they play stuff off face music. Because I think back to when I was in college and I would get on a Greyhound bus with 
I would be smuggling like, you know, you have your like, wa- you know, water bottle that's not clear, yeah. but you'd have like Zima in it because that's what you drank in 1992 or 1993 or 1994. <laughs> like, that's what we drank in college. And I went to Theater of Living Arts in Philadelphia and I got myself to Hammerjacks in Baltimore. I went to college down in Washington, D.C. And I feel like the people that were at those shows were the people that were like, I'm not giving up on them. I don't care that John fell off a horse. That's the story that they told us back then. Um, There was four (laughs) of them on those small club dates, but it was like the faithful, right? And it Mm -hmm. makes me think about when I worked in radio, this was maybe 97 and I was talking all about the new kids, right? But they had officially broken up at that point. Mm -hmm. And I had a boss who said to me, Deb, you can't be loyal to something that's over. And I said, but they're not over. I don't know when, I don't know how, I don't know, I don't know how it's going to transpire, but they're not done yet. So when 2008 came around, I was like, fuck yeah. So yeah. Called it. And the thing is, I'm so glad that they, not only that they got back together for us and all the amazing music then and stuff they've done since they got back together. But when you think about it, I'm so glad they didn't leave it the way it was left. It was, all the Jordan girls will love this. It was unfinished. Yeah. Right. 100%. Absolutely. Ah, I'm getting my feels. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of things did you learn from the panels? Oh, boy. What did I learn from the panels? I loved how, okay, so there was about 4,000 of us in a room that somehow they made us feel like we were hanging out in their living room with them. Mm-hmm. They were so relaxed. They were uncensored. They were playing off of each other in such an organic, natural way that we heard about things that we did, did we definitely didn't know. I mean, I'm sure there's a ton of stuff none of us will ever know, right? And that is how mm-hmm. life should be, right? There are some yeah. things that are meant to be kept private, but they gave us, like, they opened the door a little bit. They let us in and they shared what they felt comfortable with us learning about cat farts, dog farts, who knew so much conversation. What I want to know is if, if Danny and Donnie fart like dogs and Jordan and John fart like cats, where's Joe in the mix? He doesn't fart. I I mean, he has to, right? I mean, (laughs) he doesn't, he didn't elaborate on his farts, did he? No, he did not. So there's like, you know, the, un the unspoken next block on, we want a whole panel. And no, I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. Um, Someone line up with that question. But uh, So at least 3000 sick bastards in one room. Yes, absolutely. In. Well, and rewatching some of the footage today, like we were howling, we were cackling, we were laughing so hard. We were crying. Like, mm-hmm. We could listen to them all day, right? How amazing was it to have Doug Knuckles there and hear about the making of their first four videos? And how amazing was it for us to see them seeing photos they had never seen before and having them initially react to something that, you know, what is it? Joe said that we all thought we had seen everything, you know, everything is all over the internet. Like, so to have those kind of emotional, yes, for them. Absolutely. Mm Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, of course, cool flavor flavor moment. I mean, <laughs> someone. I mean, just can we get flavor flavor on the next panel? Like, can we just hear about his point of view <laughs> yeah. from that experience? Oh, yeah, it was pretty fantastic. 
I was impressed that uh, Donnie calls it Canadia. Because we didn't, we in our group of friends always call it Canadia as like, like a joke to each other. I don't know who started it in the group, but um, I think it was the HPG squad. They call it Canadia. Okay. And and uh, to hear Donnie call it that, I was like, okay, well, has he been listening in on our conversations? <laughs> That's pretty cool. That is pretty awesome. And I think Sanal was the best person for the job. Mm-hmm. She, to have someone who was a fan and that is someone who interviews people for a living, mm-hmm. she just knocked it out of the park. Like she was, sorry, my phone is ringing. I'm busy right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought she was awesome. And we all, I think it's safe to say we all want to be her friend, right? She oh, was yeah. able to say all the things that we thought, like, yeah, we all hated the girls in the video. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Cause we wanted to be them, right? I'm calling it the uh, the brothel, the Boston Brownstone brothel. brothel, and I actually like recognize where that was shot. I know like where in Boston. I'm pretty sure where that was. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it was it was pretty cool to see both versions of the Please Don't Go Girl video together. Yeah, very cool. I really liked the the reacts to that, and I think a lot of that uh, we've seen reactions to that on Rat Tail, of course. Yes, of course. That video as well as this one's for the children. So I love that Donnie brought up Striped Shirt Kid. Oh my God, yeah. We have to find that kid now, right? Yeah. Doug said that was filmed in Santorini. So it's a Greek kid. Okay. So blockheads that are in Santorini, Greece, does that could look familiar? Do you know who he is? Like we need our blockhead detectives on this. Yes. 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 Finding the striped kid. And and report to Chris and Adrian from Rattail when you find the striped kid. And they will get you in touch with Donnie and you will be a featured guest on the next panel at the next block on for sure. <laughs> well, no guarantees, but you know. Well, you know what? If you say it, kid, if, if you stripe, visualize it, you know, you manifest panel. it, you put it out there, it might happen. I want to so. see it. I want to see Stripe Kid on the panel and him and Dan- Danny have a hug, you know, hug yeah, it out. They do. And Danny has to wear a striped shirt at that panel. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that, that that's that's going to be for Radtail to put together. That oh yeah, their, for sure. That is I'm, that is their baby. It is, and they would, I think, knock that one out of the park as well. And if you haven't subscribed to Radtail on YouTube yet, you should because you're going to laugh your ass off. So it's true. Well, that's how I first met Chris and Adrian is that I would message Adrian, having not met her before, mm-hmm. saying, "I discovered your channel." I'm laughing my ass off at 6.30 a.m. on the red line on my way into Cambridge and no one understands what's happening, but this is the best thing ever and I need to meet you. And now I would say she is a friend and I can't wait to see her um, soon. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Okay. So if did you go up and check out the wardrobe experience? Yes. So one of my favorite parts was that the folks who curated that exhibit, who I got to chat with a little bit, they were lovely. Um, would have a photo of said item when we remembered it. And then you'd actually have the item right there. So there was one picture of Joe with his dad and there was Mm -hmm. that black and gold jacket. And I just got like teary eyed, like for his dad, right? Like, yeah, that was a great photo to pick for sure. For sure. But I didn't know. I learned from listening to some other folks who had been, reliving and rehashing block on. I didn't realize that they were changing out that exhibit. 
So there were so many people who went back and saw different stuff. I didn't know oh. that they were doing that. So at some point, like I saw the ripped jeans, but I didn't mm. necessarily see the overalls. That was the other way. I saw it the other way around. I saw right. the overalls, but not the ripped jeans because Donnie was still wearing the ripped jeans when I went to go look at the exhibit. And how like how amazing that he was wearing those under his like track suit pants, <laughs> right? Like we all had no idea. And then he like, you know, rips them off. Not quite stripper style, but um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was quite a moment. Um, but I, I think I would have gone back to see that more frequently if I knew they were changing up part of the displays. But it was cool to hear from the folks who curated that, that each of the guys brought stuff and they kept bringing stuff over and mm -hmm. they kept expanding it. So I feel like there's got to be so much more like that display was so small compared to what, like, where's the Irish power jacket, right? Thank you. Thank right? you. Thank you. I was hoping that Joe would have worn that on the um, solo Joe show that he did on St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day. Day. Yeah. So I hope it's still around. I hope it's there. You but know, how amazing. Can I just go back to the show for one second? Of course. When they would show a video of a clip from 8990, and I'm thinking about Joe in that black and white striped jacket. And he yeah. comes out and he is mirroring the choreography in time with the video and then drops the hat. So cool. Lost my shit for sure. Like that was amazing. <laughs> so little oh. details like that, that they put into like Jared Paul faculty, all the people on his team that like put that whole thing together, the, whether it's the show or the fan experience, all the photo displays, the doll boxes, who mm -hmm. thought of that? That was so brilliant. Such an awesome concept that we all could relate to, right? Like we all have those, right? You knew when you walked into that theater for the first time that it was just like awe-inspiring looking at what they had put together and they hadn't even started yet, you know? Yeah. It was, it was something. And the fact that they had a couple of seats from the Boston Garden and I sat in them in Chicago, but I sit in those seats all the time. I go to the garden all the time. Yeah. So for me, that was a little bit like meta, right? That I'm like a Bostonian, but I'm in Chicago, but I'm sitting in a Boston <laughs> garden seat. Okay. All right. Cool. That's very cool. After these messages, we'll be right back. Don't nostalgia listeners, I love you and I thank you so much for being a part of this show and its success over the last two years. We have what's called Patreon for those who want to support the show financially. For as little as $1 a month, you can become a subscriber and get bonus content, early podcast release, all kinds of cool behind the scenes stuff, and more. There's different tiers of membership starting at only $1 a month. And we even have some special merch for you guys who are in it for the long run. So please join our Patreon. It's at www.patreon.com forward slash dope nostalgia. With fashion plates, you can be a designer. A fashion plates, fashion designer. With fashion plates, I design the hottest looks. T-shirts, blue skirts, then change of plates and color too. For a look that's totally new. And now there's new kits on the block fashion plates. They're hot. You're a fashion plates, fashion And there's fashion faces too. With fashion faces, I design hairstyles and fresh new makeup looks with real makeup. Fashion faces, fashion designer. Fashion plates, new kids on the block, fashion plates, and fashion faces, each sold separately. What video would you want to see the guys react to at the next block con? Like, which YouTube videos? YouTube videos. You mean like their music videos? 
could be a music video, could be just, you know, somebody's old VHS tape that they encoded into digital and threw up there an appearance of the guys, anything. So I have to tell you, I have a whole tote of those VHS tapes and like somehow on like a word processor typed up a directory to all of them. And I think I recorded pretty much everything that they ever had nice. on TV, but I've never digitized them. I'm like, I don't know how to do that. I don't. But anyway, I know um, a person who can do it, but he lives in Canada. So that won't be very helpful for you. It's <laughs> like, I, there's companies. I, I probably have a VCR to watch them on again. Um, if you have a VCR, you can do it yourself. There's yeah. stuff you can buy to do that. But anyway, but anyway, maybe like dirty dog. Cause that was filmed like with Rottweilers in Franklin park, which was like oh, near the zoo, which a friend of mine works at the zoo. So like, I've been there a bunch of times and just the like, Picturing them running through the park at night with these dogs. I don't know. I kind of. I would love to see them react to Dirty Dog because we got to ask Joe about why were you wearing ski goggles? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And, and, and just like the with the girls dancing and they're just like, they're so grown up in this video that oh, we're, some of us weren't quite old enough yet to quite get it. We and they like, were so trying to on? like change their image, right? Because they were yeah. growing up and they were trying to be like, you know, I think back to how like badass Donnie whole, like his whole vibe was, right? Even like way before that. And now how he is the one that cries the most, that he has the biggest heart, that he is like the biggest softy, but just like how polarizing like his evolution as a human being is, I think is pretty incredible. I like how you said that. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's he encapsules all the all the blockhead love in one guy. So just I don't even know how to explain it. <laughs> oh, did you did you get up to any other uh, Chicago activities while you were in town? Um, I think not so much. I mean, I know Carly had lived in Chicago previously, so she wanted a particular type of deep dish pizza. So mm. I was like, wherever you want to go, like we will go there. So we got her her pizza. Um, I unfortunately can't eat pizza. Well, I can, but I can't have cheese on it, which kind of defeats the purpose of deep dish. Um, I can't do the dairy, but I just got a thin crust, but it was quite good. But other than that, I think we really just were trying to see as many people as we could and being as present in the experience as possible. So. Yeah. And that was the thing too, is like, whenever you were planning to head somewhere, we'd always run into more friends and be caught up talking and catching up with them. And then it'd be like, where did everybody go? <laughs> oh, yeah, we were headed here. Okay. Right. We'll see you later. There's <laughs> a lot of that. Absolutely. Which is what you want just to be able to have those moments with people. And oh, yeah. What, what are some of the biggest things that happened that stood out for you the whole weekend? A lot of it was getting to, like you were just talking about, meeting the people or seeing people again who I've met through this fandom. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, as we all get older, like we're growing old together, right? It is harder to make connections to people. And anyone that at least I have connected with genuinely, we have this instant bond of a language that we understand that we don't have to explain to anybody and we just get it. Mm -hmm. And to connect with folks like that, I feel like is so precious and so rewarding and feeds my soul. 
So yeah. I feel like, you know, getting to meet people who I had interacted with online, but never met in person. Like, can we talk for a second about the Jean Jacket girls? They made me a bead bracelet that said Deb Chaffron on it. I was like, shut oh, up. They yeah. are the sweetest. And so they were saying that they're coming up to the Hyannis Joe show. So I was like, they were asking me about, you know, planes, trains, and automobiles. So I was like, oh, you might want to look into the Cape Flyer. It's a train that goes from South Station. That'll get you down to Hyannis. You won't need a car. You won't sit in gazillion hours of traffic. So we just got to connect instantly and just, they were lovely. And that's a perfect example of someone that I had never met in real life mm -hmm. and that I connected with, and I can't wait to get to know them better and see them soon. I know. Aren't they sweet? Mm-hmm. I feel the same, and same way with you. you. Like I, feel, I was just going to say, I feel the same way about you. We said it at the same time. Like, yeah. you know, I got to know you just very briefly, but like, you know, we got to go out and have dinner together or lunch together. Like those mm -hmm. kinds of things that I just feel like are the part of the thing that people don't necessarily get. Like when I tell people I went to Chicago to go to a block con, they're like, what, what? I'm like, well, it's the first ever new kids on the block band convention. They were like, they haven't done one of those before. I was like, no. And when they announced that, I was like, clearly, I've been a fan since 1988. I am supposed to be there. So yes. I will go. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's been a funny experience too, for I think for all of us blockheads is telling people where we were going. People who don't really give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm at the airport. I'm at the, <laughs> at the Chili's having a, a, a meal and a drink before I get on my flight. And the waiter asked me, where are you headed? Because that's what he asks everybody, right? And I'm sure. like, I'm going to the New Kids on the Block convention. He's like, what? They're doing that? That is amazing. He goes, he bought me a free drink because he said that was the coolest story he heard all day of where someone was going. Mm. <laughs> Well-deserved, like, for sure. You know, and then trying to tell, explain to your friends what, what you, they're like, where were you? I'll usually start, well, I was at a boy band convention. What do you mean? I'm like, yeah, the new kids on the block put on a convention. And then they're like, number one thing they usually say, were they guys actually there? Yes, I get that all the time, too. And then I'm like, not only were they there, they gave so much of themselves mm -hmm. that like, I I mean, obviously we're biased, right? Like we're we're very biased, but I don't know of any other band group artist that makes themselves as accessible and gives of themselves as much as we get from them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's true. And I could go like, I got that one selfie with Donnie at Wahlburgers on that Thursday. Didn't see any of them again. I mean, mm -hmm. I saw them like at the panel and on the show, but like didn't get any close contact, you know, didn't mm -hmm. get to be in a doll box with the guy whose name is on the box. Like so many people got that. And you know what? I'm psyched for those people that they got those experiences. But you know mm -hmm. what that means? They need to bring back the doll boxes and they have will. a better like system so we can all get in those. Um, I swear they they'll do it. I Because that was such a great idea. And they look so idea. good, you know? I bring down the brightness though on the on the lighting. Of course, of the, yeah, the yellow haze for sure. It, I think it was harder to focus the camera a little bit with the haze of it, but it still looked really cool. But maybe they do a thing like they did with the backdrop, where they have the ring light, they have the staff person there to take it for you. Like when we did the mics yeah. on the stage, there was a staff person who took our photo for us. And yeah. I thanked him sincerely, like that was awesome, dude. Thank you for being there and like offering to take our photo. Um, exactly. Yeah. But I mean, first time out, right? Like they did a phenomenal job. 
first I mean, time out. obviously there's going to be some kinks to work out, but like overall, like kudos to the team and all of the people that made it happen because you fed the souls of all the blockheads. I think it's safe to say. It was so well done. And we just want to say how much we appreciate all the work that went into it, you know, and Absolutely. it's only going to get better. It's only going to get better there. You know, any experience is a live and learn experience. So it's going to get better. And I know I, I feel that it was successful. They'll probably Absolutely. keep doing them. And how yeah. lucky were all those fans that got to play ball with them in the park? Like, yeah, what, I love that. What band rents out a minor league baseball park? And just says, yeah, I'm going to hang out with 4,000 of my friends. And we're just going to like run the bases together. Like, how fun is that? I've never heard park. of anyone doing that. We filled the park with people. And I'm like, I want to be that girl who like ran and then fell and then got up and ran to the base anyway. And then Jordan and Donnie jump up and down with her. Yes. <laughs> like, she was like, so I so might good. be down, but I'm not done. Let's go. She was inspiring. She got back up and finished. Absolutely. As was the woman who got to dance with Donnie at home plate. Yeah. Oh, she did Despacito, awesome. Whoever baby. she is, she did an amazing job. Oh, it was all good. So Absolutely. good. But what a wonderful way to wrap up the weekend with the ball game. It was just beautiful. Beautiful weather. Oh. Yeah. It was watching the four of them walk away. Oh. <laughs> of course, Donnie was still hanging around doing stuff. But the other four watching them walk away back back out to the entrance of the park. And I was like, bye. I know we all get teary eyed in those moments, right? Like we're sad that it's over, but how lucky are we that we got to be there? Mm -hmm. Right. That we got to experience that together and that we got to share our love of these five guys who have had such a profound, positive impact on our lives for decades. We are lucky. We're blessed. Thank you, Deb, for being on the show. Oh, thank you so much for having me. You're fantastic. When are we seeing each other next? Are you coming on the cruise? Um, yeah. I'll see you in a few months. See you, yeah. see you on the boat. Uh, I think someone posted today. It's four months from today. We're getting on the ship. Okay. Yep. Sweet. I'm going to see um, Adrian at Iowa. Apparently I'm going to Des Moines Wonderful. for the weekend. Like what? Wonderful. That's great news. I'll um, try to put together a karaoke again before the cruise, if I can. So I amazing. did last year. Yeah. 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 Carly and I'll be down there the night before for sure. Good. Say hi to Carly. Carly's I will. awesome. She is amazing. She's <laughs> awesome. Thanks for listening to this episode of Back to BlockCon. There'll be so much more content coming from some of our favorite blockheads in the New Kids universe. Remember, Dope Nostalgia is licensed by SoCan because we believe that artists should be paid for their work. See you next time.